and welcome to another podcast in our Village Walk series. And today we're back in Appleby Magna and we're sat in the imposing shadow of the St John Moore Foundation School. And I'm with Janet Owen, who is the founder and executive director of the Earth Museum Project. And Janet, thank you for spending some time with us. Can you tell me what is your vision for the Earth Museum and what actually it is? Well, thank you. It's, it's lovely to be here today and it's lovely to see the amazing um, school building. And um, it's, it kind of epitomises, if you like, um, what the vision for the Earth Museum is about. There's all these amazing, wonderful stories from our past um, that are hidden almost from, from, from view. Um, and really reach out, uh, both locally but also internationally as well, and, and connect with each other across the world. And so what the Earth Museum is really about is it's about all of these stories, wherever they may be and however they may be connected, being shared um, uh, through a digital platform um, in, in ways that inspire people to find out more, both about the individual stories uh, from our past themselves, but also really importantly, the connections and, and the people um, who throughout time have moved around, um, uh, met, communed together um, and shared ideas and um, sometimes, uh, you know, in, in ways that have been good and other ways that have not been so good for uh, people and societies, but this real realization that the world and our history and our present and our future is all completely interconnected. The Earth Museum is a digital platform that uses the stories in our heritage to help us understand each other and our planet better and to inspire future generations to look after and care for it and each other in, in, in ways that learn from the past. Thank you for that and uh, maybe could you perhaps tell us a little bit about your own past and where and how you arrived where you are today yes so I've always been interested in um, in history and storytelling and I've always been interested in how we can explore the little clues that are left um, by our ancestors our predecessors wherever we are in the world um, and those clues tell us fascinating, intriguing things about, about um, their lives and our lives today. So I became a museum professional um, out of university. Um, I worked in a number of different museums, always um, uh, looking at the stories and sharing stories in collections. And um, I've spent about 25 years or so um, uh, working in a whole range of museums uh, doing that. And increasingly um, being fascinated by um, how we can really, through digital technologies, bring these stories into people's lives in many different ways, particularly through the classroom, through educational learning spaces, but also as people are using tablets and mobile technology in, in homes and um, television screens and, and, and so on. The ability for us to connect these stories into people's everyday lives. And I think digital has just given such a huge um, potential um, and, and will continue to do so that uh, I decided to leave a, a, a decently paid, uh, as reasonably decently paid um, a job in museums to set up the Earth Museum 
along with a, a small group of uh, supporters. We've been experimenting uh, ever since and building a membership of small local museums with amazing stories to tell. That, that's, our, that's our focus, that's our specialism. We really want to bring these amazing place-based stories to, to, to life and work with people who are inspired to do that um, and volunteer to do that across the UK and also internationally as well. So my background, curatorial um, and love experimenting and love the experience of history in the present and the future. And how many museums do you currently have on board with the Earth Museum? So we have 25 uh, museums that are members of, of the Earth Museum, uh, most of them based in the UK. Um, and uh, we've been going since uh, June 2019 and actually started our membership uh, scheme from the beginning of April 2020, um, just, just about the same time as COVID lockdown. So not, not a good time to start. Not a great time to start. But we have um, an amazing group of, of, of member museums and we're uh, continuing to grow and um, looking forward to uh, a time when there's a global community of uh, museums that are fascinated and interested and inspired to share their stories um, with others around the world um, to, to create new meaning and, um, uh, and new connections that at the moment we haven't even thought of. That sounds wonderful. Now, in amongst all of these, these wonderful museums, do you yet have a, a discovered a favourite artefact? Oh, <laughs> lots of lots of favourite artefacts, most most definitely. I mean, um, I was just uh, at um, visiting Ashby de la Zouche Museum uh, just earlier on today, and uh, I noticed um, that there was uh, material that related to Moira Furnace just down the road in in the museum collection. So immediately. Uh, I'm just um, coming to, to, to a museum and seeing connections between members, members already. Um, there's the a fantastic uh, Sir John Moore um, uh, school building, which is a wonderful artefact in its, in its own right. And the, um, the experience of the feel of the spaces within, uh, within the building, um, it's just amazing. And you just feel it rich and full, full, full of history. The, the graffiti um, carved into the woodwork uh, by many generations of, of, of young people. I mean, all of these, that's what I love. I love the, the granular detail of history, the deep mapping of history, as, 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 as I call it, because um, it's in that granular history that deep history that the very fineness of of artifacts and documents and graffiti um that you that you really connect with people and and, and people from the past our ancestors wherever they may be of all the stories you've had so far and of course it's it is storytelling that's the big link uh, as far as the earth museum is concerned do you do you have a, a story or a linked story that sticks out in, in your mind there are all stories um, take you somewhere where you really don't necessarily expect to go. And that's what I love about storytelling. And, and I love about storytelling through artefacts and through, through, through the Earth Museum work. But maybe to give an example um, of, a, of a story that someone else um, uh, contributed uh, to the Earth Museum, one of, one of our guest contributors, around salt. 
and um, looking at the whole history of, of, of salt and mapping various artefacts from around the world that, that tie into salt making and, 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 and salt in some way, shape or form. And he was actually inspired by a local museum in Lymington called St Barb um, and the salt pans of, of Lymington on the, on the south coast. Um, but where that spark took him was first of all to this sort of mapping of all these different sort of artifacts from around the world related to the salt industries and so on but also to a whole raft of stories that we never expected um, to, to discover and uncover and um, you know the idea of of salt being uh, taken from Lymington and used to preserve fish in Newfoundland um, but also the fact that those fisheries started in Newfoundland uh, then meant that local indigenous communities, the Beartook communities, had their their land um, uh, um, sort of taken from them and became displaced uh, from their land and so the impact on their culture, their society um, and a whole a uh, new set of stories that, that you could explore. And then, of course, that salted fish being one of the primary um, uh, foodstuffs of plantations in the Caribbean um, to um, uh, for uh, the enslaved African people working on those plantations. Um, and so that then brings you into the whole transatlantic slavery um, context. And that's all just starting from a single ingredient of salt. Um, just off the south coast of England. And we were talking earlier, and, and that's a similar sort of thing from uh, an oil-filled lamp uh, has so many links uh, globally. Yes, so um, again, yeah, another really interesting um, example of that is if you go to a textile uh, factory in the 19th century and... Um, uh, came across what was they were using to light these factories so that they could remain working longer. They could be working overnight in these factories to continue to make the textiles that were then traded overseas. That source of light for a period of time would have come from whale oil. And whale oil uh, would have come from the Pacific, um, the, the Southern Oceans, and uh, the whaling industry that um, acquired that oil so that those factories could be lit um, would have been landing in Aotearoa, New Zealand, and they would have been engaging with and encountering Maori communities, and Maori communities would have been encountering them, and they would have started working for for, for these whalers and gradually or not even gradually Maori communities again were changed forever in terms of their ways of life because these whalers came for this commodity um, which was then used brought back to the UK and used used to light these factories so that people could work overnight and it's all these little connections that we don't realize are happening and then of course for the whales themselves the right whales they were nearly hunted into extinction um, because of this desire on the other side of the world for this one single ingredient that helped the wheels of empire the wheels of industry um, in, in Britain turn. And finally, um, where do you see your vision for the Earth Museum going in the years to come? Well, I think one of the things for me is um, just 
uh, inspiring us to um, think about these connections in these stories. So, so part of the vision is actually uh, about opening up a whole new set of ways of thinking about um, heritage and interpreting heritage um, and making these global connections. Um, I think uh, what we are uh, about is most definitely um, continuing to develop um, platforms that enable these connections to happen, enable people um, across um, uh, the world ultimately to be able to add content uh, to, to, to the Earth Museum, to share, to make connections, to tell new stories. Um, in a way that can be used for, for learning in the classroom, uh, can be used for um, informal learning opportunities. Um, but it's really a way of, in an entertaining kind of educational way, being able to just pick up a, a virtual artifact, 2D or 3D, and um, connect it into a whole new storytelling environment. Um, and anyone can do that. Um, and uh, inspire others to um, think about storytelling themselves. And, and where can people find the information about the Earth Museum? So people can find the Earth Museum online. Uh, we're a, a, a virtual uh, space and it's www.theearthmuseum.co.uk and uh, yeah, just search for the Earth Museum online and, and you'll find it and uh, dive in and explore. There's a whole range of amazing content from lots of different parts of the world um, and lots of different wonderful people who contribute. Um, so come and have a look, come and explore and please do get in touch if you want to add content yourself. Janet, thank you very much for your time today. Pleasure.